Thank you, Lord. So just give the Lord a wave. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, say thank you, Jesus. Amen. I don't know how things are. I think I've seen you before, isn't it? I pray that your marriage will not delay. I pray your marriage will be on time. Amen. Let's go to the book of 1 John chapter 3. Thank you, Jesus. I'll preach for 20 minutes, then we'll talk. Then we'll say it. I welcome all of you worshiping with us for the first time. Put your hands together for all of them worshiping with us. Thank you, Father. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 4 to 8, it says, Whosoever commit sin, transgress also the law. For sin is a transgression of the law. And ye know that he was manifested to take away our sin, and in him was no sin. Praise the Lord. Whosoever abided in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth has not seen him, neither know him. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose... The Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Amen. I've been talking about purpose for some time now, for the past three weeks. And I want to end the year on the title of, of uh, on the title here, let's just plug here. That is living a purposeful life. Tell your neighbor, living a purposeful life. In the year 2019, I am believing God that all of us will live a purposeful life. I've already explained, those of you who are joining us for the first time, we said purpose, it is defined as the reason for which something exists. We said purpose defines whether we are successful or unsuccessful. It is purpose that defines seasons and time. Praise the Lord. And today we want to look at how to be able to be purposeful. When you are purposeful in life, you become very influential. Praise the Lord. Are people shaking? Amen. If you want to impact your generation, you have to be purposeful. Praise the Lord. Impacting means that having a strong effect on someone or something. In the year 2019, God is going to make you impactful in the name of Jesus. The word to impart means to affect, to influence, to have effect, have an influence, exert influence, make an impression, touch, change, alter, mortify, modify, transform, shape, control, govern, determine, and decide. In the year 2009-20, you will decide what will happen to you. Uh, come on, come on, come on. Don't, we, the year is coming. If we don't decree some things before the year comes, it's, it's a serious matter. Amen. 
The Bible says we should decree a thing and it shall be what? It shall be established. Amen. God is good. This coming year is a year of less talk. But rather more action. Praise the Lord. It's more action what? Less talk. No more pretendence. But demonstrating the kingdom of God on earth. In Matthew chapter 6 verse 10. The Bible said. Your kingdom come. And your will be done on earth. At it is in world. In heaven. Every human being. Have been created by God. For us to influence. It means God wants you to have dominion. God wants you to dominate. Praise the Lord. To dominate means having power and influence over. If God has brought crossfire into this country, into this town, into this region, then God must cause us to impart, to influence. Hallelujah. Not only are we going to influence, we are going to, mod, we are going to modify, we are going to change, we are going to influence in the name of Jesus. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 28, it said, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowls of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth. Listen carefully. And over every creeping thing that creep upon the face of the earth. Praise the Lord. I like the verse number 28. Go to 28. It says, And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea. Some of you say it's just for the sea. But I like the, the latter part. It said, and over the fowls of the air. And you know, repetition is in literature, it's a way of emphasizing. The B pass said, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth, including your job, including your marriage, including your children, including your education, including everything, God wants you to have control, influence. Praise the Lord. We have been placed into a time to influence and to impact our generation. Today and the year coming, you are going to be influential. Your children present in the school will impact the school. In the name of Jesus. Age, <laughs> age and how old you are, it is not an indication that you are being impactful. If you, are, if, if you are 86 or 87, it doesn't mean you have been influential. Age has nothing to do with influence. Praise the Lord. So when I'm talking about influence, just forget about it. Because God is about to use the little children in the house to impact the country we are living in. In Psalm 118 verse 24, it said, This is the day that the Lord has made. And we will what? rejoice and be glad. When you are imparting life, it means that every day is a, is a day for you to influence somebody. The brother said something. He said the sister didn't use 25 days to change his mindset. He uses seconds. And I pray that as the year come by, your actions and what God will do in your life will influence people positively in the name of Jesus. What impact have you done in the seven days past? Our value in life isn't in our title, 
but by the amount of impact we create. Praise the Lord. Come on, say purpose. Purpose is in phases. I want you to understand that whatever has happened in 2019, don't worry, it was just a phase. My sister, don't think that it will repeat itself again because it was just a phase. When the first day after Jesus died, the first day could contain him dead. The second day was a phase, it can contain him dead. But on the third day, there was a resurrection. I pray that there is a phase coming in your life. That everything that is dead is coming back to life. Come on, come on, it's coming back to life. Everything that was taken from you, God is about to replenish it in the name of Jesus. In Luke chapter 2 verse 7, and the Bible says, And she brought forth her first son, and wrapped him in a, in a sodden cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. It was a face. Come on, say it was a face. When he was about to be born, it was a phase for him to be born in a manger. But I promise you, a time is coming. The Bible said, after that phase ended, the Bible said, even the tomb they put him in was a new tomb. It was a phase. Come on, tell your neighbor, 2019 is a phase. The best phase is ahead of you in the year coming. Come on, say to your neighbor, don't hold on to your past. Don't hold on to your past. Praise the Lord. Don't allow your past phase in your life to limit your preceding phase. The Bible said that the brothers of Joseph didn't know that Joseph was going through a phase when they put him in the pit. I pray for you this year that the phase that you have gone through, you will never see it again because God is bringing you into a better future. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 said there is time. Everything there is what? A season and a time. Your season of weeping is over in the name of Jesus. I don't know what you have gone through in the year 2019. But if you hold on to the bad reflections. There is nothing good about your past because you can't change it. And anybody who depends on your past, you can't embrace your new future. Praise the Lord. Recently, our, our, our brother wrote exams and he passed so wonderful. He moved into a new level. You can't say last year I passed my exam. You are in a new phase. You put in your best. If you depend on your past and make it become like a gold and treasure it so much, you will lose the potency of your future. Every phase you are in, put your past aside the world and move forward. You dominate to dominate your future, you have to let go your world, your past. I don't know what go went on in the year 2019, but I want you to look forward to a better future. That is why I like what Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, verse 17. He said, not that I have already attained, or I'm already well, perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Tell your neighbor, my past isn't my habitation. My past isn't my habitation. Praise the Lord. I don't know which past you have. I don't know which past you have. 
But I came to tell somebody in the year 2019, the best uh, 2020. Hey, I like I like the way you said it. Hey, Pastor, point of correction. It is 2020. I prophesy upon your life that anything that is not for you in the year 2019, you will say, Hey, 2020, bring forth my good treasure in the name of Jesus. Our future isn't ahead of us. Listen carefully. Our future isn't ahead of us but rather it is in us i want to talk with women immediately it is time we'll say hello 2020 then we'll move forward praise the lord amen listen to this before you go into two we have five minutes to go into 2020 your best future is not ahead of you it is in you the future is what we create. Praise the Lord. If a child wants to pass the exams, they change the present to influence the future. So if there is a present, there is a future you want to create, you have the potency to create the future you want. How do I create the future I want? I influence my present with my best to influence my change in my future. Uh, this is the worst you can see about my life. The year passing. If there is anything so bad about this ministry, that is the one that is passing. Because in the year 2020, there is a best coming that eyes have not seen, that ears have not heard, neither has they entered into the heart of any man. The things that God has got in stock for us in the year 2020, uh, if you were told you wouldn't have believed it, I said the best is yet to come. Say the best is yet to come. Come on, say my best is yet to come. Don't hold on to your past. Your past is crippling you. Your future is better. Come on, say bye bye, future. Say bye bye, past. Say, come on, say my future. I welcome you. I see somebody's joy coming in the future. In the name of Jesus. You want to stand on your feet. You want to stand on your feet. Say in the year 2020. My best is about to come. Come on tap your neighbor and say this is the worst you can see about me. Because as I go into 2020. Come on say you'll never connect with me now. Because in 2020. You can't catch up with me. Is that if you hold on to your whole attitude, the result will still be the same. How would it be that the future that God has predestined for Joseph has been embedded within forgiveness? If he should hold back to what his brothers did to him, he will not be able to actualize, materialize, substantiate what God has preached time and there are some of us sitting under the sound of my voice as because of our inability to let go our past the pain the hatred the unforgiveness within our hearts 
But I pray that in the year that we have entered, you will not carry anything that is not supposed to be carried forward, but you will let go everything that you let go in the year that has passed right now. I pray that God will empower you today. That you will not carry what is not to be carried forward. In accounting, we have what we call balance carry forward. I pray that every balance that must be closed in the old chapter of your life will not be brought forward in the name of Jesus. There are certain friends that must not be carried over. There are certain attitudes that must not be carried over. Our unfaithfulness and uncommittedness and, and inconsistency must not be carried over to the this year. And I pray that God will let you understand that this year carries a new chapter and needs a new chapter with a different attitude in your life. Because one thing you must understand is that the future that is ahead of you, if it should be contained in your past, then it doesn't worth it. In Isaiah chapter 46 verse 10, it said declaring the end from the beginning. And from ancient time, the things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you something here. Your future is God's past. Did you hear what I said? I said, your future is God's past. Because he told Jeremiah, it said, before I formed thee, I knew thee. And before you were born, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee as a prophet unto the nation. Which means that before you started, he's already ended. And one thing about the past that is so mysterious is that you can change the past. Which means that what God has promised about you, it means no man can change it. It cannot be alterated, it cannot be deleted, it cannot be substituted, it's, it's irreplaceable. Because your past, your future is God's past, which means that we, there is one characteristic about the past is that it cannot be alterated. That is why I came to tell you his word is yea and amen. And this future that he said, I've got good plans for you. A plan that will bring you to all unexpected end. And the year 2020 will bring you to a perfect end. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11, he said, In him also we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who work all things according to the counsel of his will. Now what you need to understand here is that God is working all of this out, not just in emptiness, but to accomplish a purpose. He said, for this purpose, the Son of Man was born. And I want you to understand, it takes a lot of discipline to actualize a purpose. And in the year 2020, is going to be an extraordinary year because we will make provision to make it work. If you want to pass, there is no miracle to pass. There is no extraordinary. The only way to pass is to study so hard to get it right. 
the instrumentalist, your attitude will have to change. Because greatness, you can predict your future. Can't you predict your future? You can't predict your future. If you want to fail, you know what to do to fail. There are things that if you want to succeed, there are things you have to do. Praise the Lord. We don't always have to blame the devil. We don't always. Listen. The world in which we are in makes us feel like there is no hard work behind any sources. That is the world in which we live in. Praise the Lord. Can you make sure sound check if something is playing? Anybody, I remember when, <laughs> when one of the young people passed so well. Yeah, he passed so well. Don't be jealous. Put your hands together for him. <laughs> he passed so hard. And I remember when Susan was talking to him. Then he, he knows what exam they wrote and said, you know, people in my school got this. And you go, well, uh, what did you get? Did you get nine? What did you get? How many A's? Don't be jealous. You'll be great. Seven A's. Praise the Lord. Amen. You see the way they are clapping for you. How did he get there? The mother denied him a phone. Now remember when the young, we were in practice, said, can you get your phone out? He said, I haven't got my phone. I said, why? It's with my mom. One of the things that causes people not to be purposeful in life is distraction. We have quarantined, saturated our life with so much distractions. That is why Jesus said, looking unto Jesus, the altar and the finisher, I don't take my face off, my eye off, I look up unto him and with him I know I will succeed. There is, Sarsis has got an ingredient called hard work. And that is what the young generation don't want to recognize. There is nothing called Sarsis without hard work and discipline. Praise the Lord. Danny McLeod was singing a song in South Africa. And he made it look as if he just, he said, wait, 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 wait. I like the way he did. Wait, 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 wait. Then he sang the song. Then he said, give me the Jamaica, give me the, give me the beat to go with that. Then they played the beat. Then they played it. Then I look at it carefully. I said, these guys are not people who have been trained to play this kind of music. And they cannot just play it off head. Which means that they've practiced it, but they make it look as if they've not practiced it. Praise the Lord. You see the way I'm talking here? I am doing it because I've practiced it, but I'm making it look as if I've not practiced it. And you think, you think you can come and stand here and just talk and it comes straight away. No, it doesn't just come. There is practice that are going into that. Praise the Lord. When your mother is cooking in the kitchen, doesn't mean, she doesn't mean she just pick everything and put it out. She's practice, hard work, discipline. The first time I saw Usain Bolt was running, fastest man in the world. Wow. Then I realized, I saw some, a clip on YouTube which says that this is the way Usain Bolt train. I thought it was just sasses. <laughs> I don't want to do the training. I want to get what goes on with it. He wakes up every morning. 
There is press up. He did. They are food he can't eat. They said, what, what, when you retire, what would be the best thing? He said, there are certain food I need to eat and I can't eat it. Greatness, success, being impactful and influential goes with discipline. What are you disciplining yourself to do? There is something you want to do, but there is something that pulls you back. That is discipline. Living a purposeful life means you don't despise your little beginning. If you want to be successful, you have to appreciate your little beginning. Praise the Lord. In Job chapter 8 verse 7, it said, Though your beginning was small, yet latter end will increase abundantly. The Amplifier says, Though your beginning was insignificant, Come on, say insignificant. Yet your end will be greatly reward, increase. And I'll put it in my own words. This means that our significant life manifests through our insignificant behavior. So when you judge me by my now, I am not existing for my now. I am existing for my future. And you haven't seen my future yet, so don't judge me. Though my beginning may be small, my commitment and dedication is impregnated with a better tomorrow. You must be able to be diligent. The singers, your practice time and everything will change. If we want to be great, there are things that goes with greatness. Praise the Lord. A new year coming is a new season. Come on, say new season. It is giving us the opportunity to reposition ourselves for a greater impact, success, and harvest. It is also giving us the opportunity to commit to the most important things, such as family, prayer, attending weekly meetings, and day meeting faithfulness to the things of God. A new year is giving us a new perspective, a new repositioning. This was the... I've purpose in my heart about some things I want to do. I want to read a book. I want to read. I want to read. I want to upgrade myself in the things of God. I want to focus on the things that are more important. Your family, your children, your education is more important than the men and the boys around and the girls around. Praise the Lord. If you're a student, every boy who is distracting you is a distraction. Any boy who is giving you some, I don't know why they call it the cat dogs, not the dog, the cat, cat walk. I don't know whether the cat has got a walk. Praise the Lord. Put your hands together for Jesus anyway. Our worth in life is based on our value. When we become valuable, impactful, and successful, people will begin to look out for us. But until we become that, nobody will look out for us. It takes hard work. It takes diligence. How do you become valuable? By refining, amending, and re-examining yourself. Praise the Lord. In Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 3, he said, Thou say the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, amend your ways and your doings, and I will cause you to dwell in, the, in this place. 
reading more books, spending more time with your family, education, spending less time on your phone, tele, Facebook, moving away from wrong people, praying, uh, paying your tithe and offering, hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is something I like about Christians. <laughs> when it gets to giving, <laughs> tap your neighbor and say it's a serious matter. When it gets to giving in the church, do you know what they, what they say? They, they, they have an expression. I don't know whether they all learn it together. Let it be from your heart. <laughs> I wish your employer would pay you from his heart and you see what is in his heart. When it gets to you giving to God, it should be from your heart. Your employer will pay you from his heart. Then you will know that he doesn't like you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In 1 John chapter 3 verse 8, it said that he that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. So which means that your beginning is an indication of who you are. Praise the Lord. The way you are behaving now is the, way, is the beginning. So if something is in the beginning and you don't like it, change it because the beginning determines the world, the end. That is why God said he is the Alpha and the world and the Omega. I like it when my, one of the leaders, the Judy sent me this text. He said, in Acts chapter 13 verse 36, it said, for David, after he had served, the Amplified, it said, after he has served the purpose of God in his own generation, fell asleep and was buried among his fathers and experienced one decay in the grave. I can't die without fulfilling the purpose of my life. I don't want to leave any minute or any second outside my purpose. In the year 2009-20, it is a purposeful year, which means that your movement should be the reason for your existence. If Crossfire have been brought here to impart the town, then we must do what it takes to impart the town. Praise the Lord. And I want to plead with everybody here, if we don't change our ways and amend our ways and rise up and change it, we will remain the same. If Joseph had been kept in prison, he would have died in prison, but he said, I will come out to make use of what God has set for me. Give me some strength. I want to plead with you. Some of us, we are not growing younger anymore. I used to be among the young generation now. But now when I mention my age, they put me aside. They said, no, you are going with another class. Look at my, my gray hair. I've started coming up gradually. Some of you, you see the gray of Brother Edward and you think that is his hair color. It's not that. It's changed. Praise the Lord. When our younger ones are growing... We must make room for them to occupy. And I want to plead with everybody in this church. God has put hatred of smallness in my heart. There is nothing wrong with starting small. But there is something wrong in remaining in small. 
this ministry is about the, the few minutes that pass is the bye-bye to smallness. I didn't hear amen. Even the government is looking forward to increasing the minimum wage by six point something percent. I hate smallness. Tell your neighbor, I hate smallness. He said, though my beginning may be small, it is good for your beginning to be small. But if your latter is also big, it's also small, then there is a problem. If your latter is still small, then there is a problem. I want to plead with everybody here. That God wants us to move forward. We're going to change so many things in this house. I want to change and I want to work with people who want to effect change. I want to see change. If you don't, if, listen, there is a behavior that goes with greatness. That is when, when somebody, Sir, Sir, what do you call Celine Dion, had to sing one song. And by virtue of the tune and the voice, <laughs> listen, greatness is recognizable. It's either you have it or you haven't got it. Praise the Lord. And it is either we have it as a church or we don't have it. And I want to plead with everybody here. The year 2020, it is our year of harvest. And the scripture we just used in the March, it said that some things were permitted because it wasn't your harvest time. It said, let both grow together some things have been permitted in your life because it wasn't your harvest time. The year 2020 is your harvest time. Therefore, some things must be, dis- must be dispensed in your life. They must be all deleted from your life. In the name of Jesus, stand on your feet. In the name of Jesus. Give me a pause there. You want to pray today? Look, if we are serving the greatest of all God and our situation is like the way it is, how much more to serve a lesser God? A gentleman went to Italy. He said, I want to buy some tiles. I said, how are you going to buy the tiles? He said, when he phoned me from that place, he said, I am not buying from retailers. I am in the company. He said, come and see me. I am talking with the producers. I'm even in the factory. A man said, I had, the only money I had on me was $200,000. It was just yesterday. A friend gave me $200 as a gift. And that is how I'm able to ship more things. I, don't, I think you guys, you don't know who this God is. The songwriter said, this God is too big. He's too great. I want you to listen. Your wife... There was a lady I was watching. The husband just bought him a nice car. Your husband loves you too much. He's supposed to bless you with some things. You think this is how God has made you? You don't know what lies ahead of you. That is why you are accepting where you are. Say, my God, my father. As I pray tonight. The change of my life. The harvest of my life. That will cause me to influence this land. As I pray now, 
Let it come to my house. Come on, begin to pray. Come on, begin to pray. Come on, begin to pray. There is there is an opening happening right now. There is a door that is opening right now. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Ghost. I can't see somebody crazy enough to pray. There is a chain that will cause you to materialize God. There is a chain. There is an effort you need to put in tonight. And your graciousness will manifest in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. The last prayer we are praying. Hold the hand of somebody. The one he showed kindness to was outside, but the Bible said he forgot. You want to pray tonight that wherever my helpers are, Father, may they locate me. Come and say favor. Come and say favor. Esther was chosen not because of her hips, but because of favor. Come and say favor. Let me give you this and we pray one more prayer. Listen. A friend of mine was in the school with me. And he was a teaching that he was qualified. And the school wanted to do deep redundancy. And that friend of mine was supposed to get 3,500. And it will be split into two. So he will get 1,000 something first one and get 1,000 something second one. The human resource woman in the office got up by no reason and came to him and said, Would you want to join the 10,000 group? He said, Yes, why not? He said, What do I have to do? He said, I'm going to help you. It was just one person changed him from 3,000 to join the 10,000 group. Today, I prophesy every helper of your life, they will locate you in the name of Jesus. Wherever your helpers are, your manager will approach you with a good offer. In the name of Jesus. What others are fighting for day and night, may God deliver it to you in your dreams. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy upon your life that in the year 2020, goodness and mercy and favor shall be your portion. In the mighty name of Jesus, I prophesy that your debt is about to be paid off in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Begin to thank God right now. Take it, put your hands together for Jesus. Listen, I know it is time. There are some things you can do in pain that will cushion you in the future permanently. The woman with the issue of blood said, Upon all my pain, my struggle, my weakness, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. In the name of Jesus. I want to pray for two families right now. Let me have Brother John. I want to have you and your wife. 